All right, what is going on, guys? It is the Chasing Waypoints podcast. We are back for another episode in the new studios, Adventure Taco Studios. I'm going to have to come up with an intro for that. You know, it's like uh, the Steven Spielberg thing or something like that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But first and foremost, before we get into any kind of episode, I want to thank everybody that tuned in on, uh, what was that, Friday, yesterday, uh, for the uh, first ever live stream. Uh, it was a pretty good time. Had Scotty from Baja Rally in, and we were talking about the uh, basically the Dakar and the halfway point, which, speaking of which, the halfway point, it's time to move on. That's right. It is stage number seven getting ready. The guys are being uh, woken up as we speak, I'm sure, if not already had their breakfast and uh, getting their morning stretches in and getting to go. Um, yeah, here we go. Second week of Dakar. Can't wait to see how it gets shaken up. A lot of stuff happening in that first week. Uh, so let's see what this second week has for us. So we'll talk a little bit about uh, the the upcoming days. I'll uh, give you guys a quick stage briefing, the standings, and then we'll get right to it because uh, we've got some Supercross to watch. All right. So let's get back into this uh, real quick here. Let's uh, turn down this party here, you know, real professional-like and all. And then uh, let's get into, let's see here. I got a couple of things. Oh, yeah. So, all right. So if you guys were listening to yesterday's uh, or were watching and tuned in to yesterday's episode uh, or live stream, uh, you we talk about uh, a bunch of different things. And one of those was um, that we were talking about injuries. And, uh, you know, obviously Pertucci, uh, uh, Petrucci going down. Uh, Ross Branch going down, which uh, today I heard it looks like he's going to be he's going to be lining up again. So the leg uh, that we thought was broken actually wasn't uh, just bruised pretty bad and some some internal bleeding, which sounds really bad. It is pretty bad, but uh, he is going to tough it out and, and he's going to continue on. Uh, but the other one um, I was thinking it was Quintanilla with the broken collarbone, but it's actually Bereta. So I said in the episode that it was that it was Quintanilla with the uh, broken broken collarbone but i was mistaken it was actually john bereda and so he's gonna he's continuing on i don't know i haven't had an update and see how it healed over the uh over the rest day um but it was pretty uh pretty cool you know that he he came out and the you know the whole team was there they had a whole little thing for him uh just clapping and cheering him on uh as he got uh got ready to do the uh do the stage so We've got our uh, our dogs in the background here. They are our cheerleaders. I don't know if you guys can hear them on the microphone, but I'm sure they'll go away. They probably don't recognize me. They're not used to seeing me down here. Hmm. Oh well. Uh, okay. So anyway, let's get to it. Let's see how much uh, how much time do we have, and on the on the rest day, and and how everything is is shaken down. Um, let's see here. Going over to our trusty Dakar app. Whew, 701 kilometers today. Uh, so let's see what that is total 701 times 0. 0.62 701 times 0. 0.62 da, da, da. 434 miles right around 435 miles today for everybody at the Dakar so that should be uh, pretty interesting 402 of those kilometers are going to be special stage or roughly uh, let's see 249 miles so here we go again, another uh, another San Felipe 250 uh, minus the whoops, um, and then uh, hopefully minus the ruts. I don't want to get to the gas stop and then figure out that uh, you know 
the stage was stopped again. And so uh, there there was some definitely some stuff um, that that went down with that stage. And there's a lot of opinions of as to why it was stopped. And and uh, the general feeling was, is that a lot of the lead writers uh, or the, the writers that had made it past will got hosed on that, especially considering that um, that it was known that it was coming up. So. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, known and coming up, I did get a chance. Um, Mason Klein has obviously been the center of attention uh, for a lot of people reaching out and, and, and trying to get some words out of him and, and do that. And I promised him, you know, I was going to kind of stay out of his hair and, and try and do it. But uh, but I did reach out because I did have a couple of questions just to see how he was feeling on the rest day. And then um, and then what he thought on on and about stage six. Um, so. I wanted to uh, to share that really quick with you guys. Uh, he did get back to me, um, so we'll we'll take a listen to that, and then we'll get into uh, the starting order for today's stage, and then uh, and then we'll call it quits. Let's get to some uh, supercross. So, all right, here we go. All right, eight a.m. Just woke up. Second time recording this. I don't know how this happened. Uh, this is my sleeping in four extra hours than normal. Uh, couldn't be more stoked to make it to rest day. Um, my plans for rest day, hang out. I think the rest of the team went to a hotel. They'll be back here around 2 PM or something. Uh, I wanted to stay here, hang out, talk to people, look at all the cars and all the bikes and see what goes on. Um, you wait all year to get here. I'm not gonna go run off to some silly hotel. I'm gonna hang out and be here for everything. Uh, I think that's it's just what I wanted. Um, yeah, stoked. So uh, plans for rest day? Hang out. Uh, next, stage six. Problem was everybody knew it was going to be dangerous. I think Sam Sunderland even did an interview saying, "Yeah, it's going to be a dangerous day. We're going to have to take it easy. Cars destroy the course. I think they've done this before, and they've canceled the stage, according to Toby." Um, everybody knew it was going to be bad. The problem is we started the day, and I feel like once we started, that was it. The decision was made. I don't think it was right to stop the race halfway through especially because they already made us do the riding like it was over and i felt like it wouldn't be any worse than going out to ride uh on the mint 400 course actually it might have been even better than the mint 400 course that's what i was thinking when i was out there there was no whoops it was just two track and uh messed up sand dunes and we were gonna even gonna get our own 100 kilometer sand dune section today so it would have been all right, I think. Um, yeah, I think they shouldn't have ended it after the race started, but I also think that they shouldn't have started the race with putting us on the same course. Uh, that's just my opinion. Um, other people have their own opinion. I'm sure this is kind of what they were thinking too. Uh, we probably should have just toughed it out. And now everybody probably looks like a bunch of girly girls for complaining about rocks. So, um, yeah. 
good day though. Still finished sixth. Uh, moved me up in the overall. Now I'm top ten. Finished. I'm in tenth overall. Uh, I think I'm like 11 minutes back from ninth, and only a minute back from 11th, and two minutes back from 12th. So I'm not really in the top 10. Uh, still a lot more racing to go. Uh, hopefully, we can do some things that really keep me there. Um, have a good night, and uh, thank you for letting me give you some words. Bye. All right. So that was uh, that was Mason on uh, on his rest day, and that was uh, I thought that was pretty cool. You know, uh, him him being basically, um, you know, he he worked hard to get there, trained, and and a lot of people behind him and supporting him to be there, and uh, and he decided, you know, hey, I want to hang out in the bivouac. You know, this is something that I've I've been waiting for and, and wanted to do, and and well, there he is, and so it's. Uh, I guess uh, how do we? If you want to put it poetically, it's a kid amongst giants, um, and and he's you know we we can't neglect that he is he's he's young, um, but at the same time you can also not ignore the fact that he is riding and uh, behaving himself and and really just taking it all in. Um, like someone that's been there for years and years. So I've said that a bunch of times and I, I wholeheartedly believe that. And it's really awesome to see it. And, um, and then I do, you know, honestly, I do agree with him is, you know, if the organization knew this was going in that, Hey, this was going to be pretty bad. You know, uh, I'm curious of what happened on the, 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 the zero car or the pre-ride car, whoever it was that, that scouted the course, you know, before the bikes went out, um, you know, they must've thought that it was all right. And, and, you know, um, there's there's other ways of doing it. You know, I've heard other, you know, other people talk about it. And it's something as simple as like, hey, let's just go ahead and uh, you know what? We're going to hold everybody at the fuel stop for an hour. We need to get our resources together. We need to get some people taken care of. Uh, we're going to neutralize at the uh, at the fuel stop. Everybody chill. Um, and then we'll let you guys go because we know that the upcoming course has, is, is virgin, hasn't been touched. Uh, and you guys will get your own race. Uh, that day but rather than do that they basically canceled the stage you know half i mean more than half of it i mean they literally only raced for 62 miles which is um i mean is a heartbeat for some of these guys you know it's uh you know i ricky brayback and those guys won't even get out of bed for a 62 mile trail ride because that's it's not even worth it to them you know as far as training goes and getting a road book in you know they want they want to put you know some miles in um, that's just how they ride and how they do it. And especially for somebody like him that was looking to capitalize on a day like today where it's going to be a little bit or day like uh, the other day where it's going to be a little bit rougher. So unfortunately, that's not how it shook down. But I hope that it did not set a precedent and that we're going to see this uh, continue on for the the rougher stages, quote unquote, uh, the rest of the rally. I would rather I would much rather see them neutralize at a place that makes sense uh, and then then continue the rally uh, on from there. So, uh, let's see here. Let me go back and, uh, let's take a look. So that was, uh, that was catching up with Mason, uh, on his rest day. And, uh, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. It looks like, uh, he just has a, a, a blister on his finger from using the clutch. Um, you know, I think, uh, that's, you know, he's, he's doing fairly well compared to a lot of people. Um, you know, even on the, that, you know, this was, uh, he recorded that in the morning. So, 
uh, I'm guessing that uh, after a full night's sleep and he, he sounds pretty good, you know, just waking up or whatever. So um, that I think is definitely a good uh, a good place to be. You know, he doesn't sound fatigued and tired and just like, you know, totally beat up. So um, that's a that's a good thing. All right. So let's see. Let's go back. All right. So we already know uh, that they're going to be doing uh, about 250 miles of special today. Uh, then it looks like they've got another liaison of 299 kilometers. So let's take a look at that. So 299 times 0.62, and that gives us 185 miles. So these guys will be commuting for about 185 miles for today's stage. Uh, remember, as always, the liaison is the uh, the gap between the the bivouac to the start line and then from the finish line to the bivouac again so it doesn't mean it's split evenly sometimes it's uh you're starting out of the back of the bivouac and then all 182 miles or 20 or 185 miles are on the back end sometimes they're all on the front end you know it it, it kind of varies a little bit uh i'm sure these guys would rather do it in the afternoon when the temperatures are a little warmer but sometimes the way the stages are that's just not going to happen so uh, this is, uh, you know, definitely for sure. We're wishing luck to, to all the teams and, and getting everybody, uh, back around. It's the second half of the Dakar. And, uh, I think it's going to be a good, uh, good show for sure. Um, okay. So let's get into the starting order for today. All right, let's see. We're going to go here. That is not there yet. We'll go to live the bikes and then we're going to go to stage seven for today all right so we're officially one hour 11 minutes and 10 seconds away from the start of stage number seven uh, let's take a look at the starting order for today so it looks like it's going to be daniel sanders leading out on the gas gas factory racing bike sam sunderland behind him on the gas gas so one two for those guys uh, matthias wachner on the red bull F ktm factory racing bike third offline pablo quintanilla uh, going to be fourth off the line on the Monster Energy Honda. Ricky Brabeck, fifth on the Monster Energy Honda. Mason Klein going to be sixth on BAS Dakar KTM Racing Team. Then it's going to be uh, Svetko in the Slanoff Rally Team, excuse me, uh, followed by Adrian Van Beveren uh, on the Monster Energy Yamaha Rally Team. And eighth, Toby Price, ninth, going to be on the Red Bull KTM Factory Racing Bike. And then followed by Joaquin Rodriguez uh, on the 10th spot. 10th off the line hero motorsports team rally luciano benavides on the husky uh is going to be 11th off of the line followed by bradley cox bradley cox also on the bas to car ktm racing team and is also competing for the title uh in the rally two category so that is the same as mason klein uh mason right now leading that class uh by, i believe just a little over 30 minutes so not bad and then luciano santolino 13th on the Sherco TBS Rally Factory, John Bereda Bort on that uh, Monster Energy Honda 14th. And Kevin Benavidez, last year's champion, uh, Red Bull KTM Factory Racing uh, 15th. Andrew Short, 16th Monster Energy Yamaha Rally. Then it is Goncalves on the Sherco TBS Rally Factory, 17th off the line. Gizma. Uh, on the Orland team, he's uh, 18th off the line. And then John uh, Brabeck, I believe that is, on the Strogerin racing bike. And then Xavier Desultre, uh HT Rally Raid, Husqvarna Racing, uh, going to be 20th. And then it is Nacho Cornejo, 
Uh, let's see here. Refreshed for us here. Uh, Monster Energy Honda 21st off the line. So interesting that with Nacho being that far back in the starting order, he's got a lot of tracks he's going to have follow. So the navigation on this next stage should be pretty, uh, pretty straightforward for him. The top six guys, though, um, that are up up top, uh, you have uh, Sanders, Sunderland, Walkner, Quintanilla, Brabeck, and Klein. Um, those guys are going to have to navigate pretty gnarly stuff to, or really thoroughly, I should say. Um, but unfortunately, that means that's also going to slow them down a little bit. So uh, hopefully it's an easy navigation stage. Um, and then, you know, Mason falls back on all of his training. All of these guys fall back on their training. They already know about the surprises that the road book can hold. So uh, hopefully everything lines up for these guys and we can get uh, we could get to see uh, see them stick towards the top and step off of the uh, the Dakar swing. So that is your starting order. That was at least top 15 for that. Uh, definitely looking forward to that stage. It's like, again, they got another 250 miles that they're going to be racing today. So hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody, uh, has a good time and it's a safe stage for everybody. Uh, everybody rested up and I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to waking up tomorrow morning to some new results and, uh, hopefully it's, uh, it's all good. So, all right. Anyway, with that being said, guys, again, I really appreciate everybody tuning in yesterday to the YouTube live stream. Uh, We're going to be doing some more of that stuff. We're working on it now. Um, So I will fill you guys in here over the next couple of days with what the game plan is. And I am absolutely excited. That was a lot of fun. And also being able to see the live chat and everybody, uh, everybody hanging out and, and chatting and chiming in and doing all that stuff. That was, that was totally awesome. And then also thanks to Scotty for making the trek across the border, uh, coming up, uh, from the land of Baja and, uh, you know, taking a break from the Baja rally thing and coming up and checking out, uh, checking out the new studio and then, uh, talking, uh, talking to Akar with us. So anyway, with that being said, let's go see some Supercross. That is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up. And don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week. <laughs>